Hey everyone, welcome to Just Michelle Talking. It's Michelle. I don't know who else it would be. Why do I still think that's funny? Oh my God, it's totally not. Anyway, today I wanted to talk to you about something that has been kind of in my mind a lot in the last couple of months because I've been thinking about this general topic and I thought I'd talk about it today. We're going to talk about the concept of picking stuff up and putting stuff down. So recently I gave my daughter some life advice. To be honest, I've actually given her this advice quite a few times, but I wanted to share it on the podcast because I think it's something that a lot of us do and a lot of us would do well to not do. So a little bit of background about her. She is an amazing young adult who does a lot of volunteering and she really gives an enormous amount of her time and energy and effort. And she was talking about how that can often be a really frustrating experience because in particular group situation, which she's involved in, people always seem to rely on her to pick up the slack and get stuff done. And because she is an overachiever, she's kind of responsible type of person and she knows they're relying on her, she does it rather than letting the thing go undone. And the noise you can probably hear in the background is my family all returning home from the supermarket shopping. So there you go. They also do stuff. So she's, she and I have that, that same thing that like, if you're in a group situation and a certain amount of jobs need to get done and other people are slacking off, she finds herself being the person who takes on those jobs that need, need doing. And I kind of am sort of the same way. Like it, oh, you know what? It reminds me a little bit of, um, when the kids were little or like kind of, you know, younger. And I would complain or lament to my girlfriends that my, my husband didn't help around the house or he didn't get stuff done or the kids didn't help around the house or whatever. And I felt I was the only one who noticed things that needed doing. And then I did them, right? Whether that was tidying up the playroom, whether that was making dinner, whether it was cleaning, whatever it was, right? And they often had the same advice. And online, you find the same advice too, which is just stop doing all the things and eventually those people notice the problem and come and help. If you stop making dinner, you know, they're going to notice and they're going to want dinner kind of thing. I, I should say, by the way, that I think this is kind of shitty advice, but I do get that it comes from a place of they only notice things once they're gone. Like people notice pain more than pleasure. And so they notice that you're not cooking dinner more than they notice that you are the only one cooking dinner. So I get it. But I think it's like, if you can, I'm just going to tangent here for a second. I think it's sucky advice because firstly, I think it's really passive aggressive to do that to your family. And secondly, it kind of assumes that I'm going to be okay living in a house where stuff does not get done. And that is just a patently not reality. In reality, I'm going to completely lose my mind as I watch stuff fall down around me. In reality, I too want to eat dinner. So if I'm not making dinner and nobody else is making dinner, that's just like painful to me. I hate that advice. It's crappy. <laughs> By the way, the other, the other bit of advice I used to get is like, who cares if that stuff gets done? Nobody cares anyway. Like kind of on the, on the lines of like, if you have a messy house, nobody's going to give a shit and that kind of stuff. Crap advice also, because that implies that I don't care. And the truth is, if I'm complaining about it, chances are that I care. Anyhow, sorry about the tangent there. Just thought I'd share that I think telling people to stop doing something and other people are magically going to notice is crap advice. But anyway, 
So she has this issue, right? That, that particularly in a group situation, she's always being the reliable one. And that can feel like a real burden when you constantly feel like the, you have to be the, that obligation to be the reliable one. When you can't live with the idea that the work's not getting done and yet other people seem totally okay with living with the idea that things can't get done. I don't get this, by the way. I really don't get this. So I I totally feel what she was saying. Like it's not her responsibility to do those things, but at the same time it becomes really difficult when she does feel an innate sense of responsibility to the group at large, etc., And so she was telling me about yet another situation where somebody didn't do something, but it needed to get done. And she was like, I really feel like I should do it because it needs to get done. But to be honest, I'm kind of sick of being the one who always gets stuff done. And it can be really frustrating. And it's also an enormous emotional burden because you're feeling like if I don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. But at the same time, if you do it, you're like, why am I always the one doing it? It becomes a little bit of a, a challenging circle to live in. So I shared with her a little bit of wisdom that I picked up and it's, it's really simple and it's a phrase and it goes like this. You don't have to pick up what they put down. So I'm going to repeat that again because I think I stuffed it the first time. You don't have to pick up what they put down. It sounds really simple, doesn't it, right? But if you're somebody like me or my daughter, you almost can't stand it. It's almost painful when something gets put down and you have this compulsion to pick it up. Now, when I talk about people putting things down, I'm referring to all kinds of things, tasks which need doing, emotions that they're putting out there in the universe, drama-filled stories, life problems, complaints, all kinds of things, people place them at our feet. And I'm slowly but surely learning and hopefully slowly but surely teaching her that just because somebody has put something down, this does not mean that I need to pick it up. If somebody else has run in my life, has run out of time to do something, has run out of money, has run out of energy, has run out of interest, just doesn't care about something and hasn't done it. This does not mean that I need to be the one that takes it over for them. I don't have to pick up what they put down, even in a group situation. In a group situation where I'm not the leader, but I'm simply one of the group members, I don't have to pick it up. It's the leader's responsibility to figure out who's going to be the person to pick that thing up, right? If somebody says, oh, they'd love to catch up, but they really can't afford to go out to dinner, this doesn't mean that I have to offer to pay. Because you can catch up without buying dinner, right? Walk around the park, it's free. If someone can't get somewhere on time, this doesn't mean that I have to be the one to pick them up, change the time of the event, adjust all my life activities to run and get them. In a group effort situation, right, as I said, if they aren't doing the bits of the job they committed to do, I don't have to pick those tasks up. I may get asked to, but I don't have to volunteer about something. If somebody says that they feel really angry about something, I don't need to go all justice warrior and start waving placards around against that injustice and offer to like write emails to my congressman or something. Oh, how very American of me. Member of parliament, whatever. Somebody says their back hurts, 
I do not have to make them an appointment at the physiotherapist and grab them a box of anti-inflammatories. Now, before you think that what I'm saying here is that I should be really selfish and not give a shit about other people, no, that is not what I'm saying. Let me just explain myself a little further. Just because somebody's put something down doesn't mean I have to pick it up. means that basically I am a helpful, loving person. So yeah, I will offer to give someone a lift or bring them a painkiller or listen to their story about their asshole boss for the hundredth time. But the lesson in the don't pick it up thing is that you don't have to do all those things. And yet you can still be a helpful, loving person and they will think no less of you. I don't have to pick up what they put down. If my kid asks for a ride to work and I can give it and I've got the time, sure. But if I can't, It's okay not to do that. They know how to use public transport and Uber. They're not going to think I'm any worse of a parent just because I didn't pick up what they put down, right? I think the lesson is that you can be loving and helpful without being all the things all the time. You do not have to pick up what they put down. I think women in particular suffer from this a little bit and are, are kind of naturally problem solvers or people pleasers. But I'm trying to teach you that you don't have to do all the things for all the people. It doesn't change that you're a people pleaser. doesn't change that you're a problem solver. doesn't change that they love you and think you're amazing and whatever. You can just sometimes not do it. And by the way, I'm not saying say no, although that's going to be part of it sometimes. What I'm really saying is just don't jump into the taking it before you've been asked or it's been offered. You know what I mean? Somebody says like, I'm really tired. Okay. So they're tired. Not your fucking job to say you can have a sleep in tomorrow while I work extra. Right? I think when we try, when we jump in like that endlessly and we constantly pick up what people put down, it can often lead to exhaustion and resentment. And to be honest, people have enough of that stuff already. And something I'm learning is that it's not just about activities, right? So when it comes to emotions and dramas, I'm learning that listening is often maybe more valuable than problem solving. When we're actively, empathetically listening to somebody, we're giving them a wonderful gift, right? Of of giving them a safe space to put that out there. If we jump in and fix it all, they probably aren't learning anything. It might not even be what they wanted. And all we're doing is getting our energy sucked dry. So if somebody asks for my help, I will gladly give it if I can, and I'm capable, right? But I don't need to swoop in, cape flying behind me, and solve all their problems like some sort of demented superhero wearing their underwear on the outside. Not necessary. Because here is the hard truth. A lot of people in our lives already know that this is what we do. And that's why they drop things at our feet. They recognize that we're the kind of people that wear those capes and whether they consciously do it or not, they take advantage of this by dropping stuff at our feet. They put that stuff somewhere where we can hear it, feel it, touch it, pick it up, etc., because they know that we are that kind of person, right? And that, I think, is where a lot of the exhaustion and the resentment and the burden comes from, Right? 
My daughter is learning this the hard way and I already knew it myself. But when you are a capable person who is good at getting shit done, who is good at helping, who likes helping, who wants to feel needed, all that, other people throw stuff at your feet because on some level they know you'll pick it up. Your job is to recognize that just because they've put it down does not mean you have to pick it up. If you choose to, if you want to, if you whatever, great. I'm releasing you of the obligation of picking it up. However, when you're someone like my daughter and I, that obligation is the driving force, not wanting to help this person necessarily, although that might be part of it, but just this feeling like this thing didn't get done and it needs to get done. I don't want to have to pay for this price later. I better do this now, right? Or I better help out or, hey, I can do that. I can do that, right? You have to kind of teach yourself to pick stuff up less. And so doing that is kind of hard, but I have learned that there's two things that help me pick stuff up less. The first is pretty simple. I have that sentence in my head. I do not need to pick up what people have put down. Write it in your journal, email it to yourself, put it on a scrap of paper on your desk, like post a note to your head, whatever. That sentence, I do not need to pick up what people put down, is very, very useful. While you have that sentence in your head, comes the second part of learning how to be someone who picks up less stuff. Learning the art of the pause. I have to tell you that I recently had a um, work feedback where I was told because you jump in and solve it, answer it, give an opinion, whatever, other people don't feel empowered to do the same. Other people don't feel like they can say something too because you just jump in straight away. And I was like, oh my God, that's totally a thing. I need to not do that. I need to learn the art of the pause in so many different places. So this is true here too. When somebody lays something down, pause before you swoop in and pick it up. Wait and see if somebody else offers or somebody else has an opinion. Wait to see if that person solves it for themselves. And wait to see if you'd like to offer it rather than swooping in based on what you feel is an obligation to offer it. You would be amazed at how much you do not have to do or pick up when you simply wait a moment. And granted, the waiting is not always easy. But I've learned so many times now, and I've breathed so many sighs of relief when I've realized that the pause actually worked. And that thing, that thing is now not my problem. I do not need to add yet another task or another experience to my ever-lengthening to-do list. Pause wait a beat or two. Use that beat to decide if you want to help, if you can help, if you whatever. Use that beat to see if somebody else stands up for it. Use that beat to determine, do I even want to pick this thing up? Don't have to pick it up just because they've put it down. Now, waiting and pausing is sometimes a little bit challenging. And if you are finding that it's almost painfully impossible for you to wait. You can also try using the phrase, I hear you. Yep, I hear you. Which acknowledges them and their situation, but gives you that time to go back to that pause. Do I want to pick this thing up? Can I pick this thing up? Maybe somebody else is going to pick it up in the meantime, right? You're satisfying that need to do something, but you're not obligating yourselves to do the thing, right? If that makes sense. 
basically permission granted. You do not have to pick up what people put down. Not your responsibility, not your obligation. This is about not just leading the life you want to lead, but spending your time and your energy and your money and your emotion and all those things on the stuff that matters to you. And if you're constantly picking up shit, which doesn't matter to you, but isn't done, and therefore because it isn't done, it's driving you crazy, it's not a way to lead a carefully considered life. So just remember this next time you find yourself volunteering for all the things you do, or or listening to all the things, because it doesn't just relate to things getting done. It relates to emotion too. You do not need to pick up what they have put down. And on that note, I hope you have a fabulous week and may you remain as ever happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe and may you be at peace.